and the MLS is like gaining traction. A lot of people don't realize it, but like a lot of stadiums and stuff like that. Like I know certain markets and everything. Like the Atlanta one has been sold out since it like they started their franchise. Like yeah, Atlanta, Portland, the LA teams do pretty well. Yeah, uh, I think Kansas City actually does pretty well. Oh, that's actually yeah, unexpected. Or they only have the well. I guess they have the Chiefs. I was going to say they only have the Royals, but uh, <laughs> yeah, they got the some Chiefs options. Really. <laughs> they got, you know, they got the Chiefs. But, I mean, the, the Chiefs weren't that great up until the past few years. So, like the fan yeah. base for it's sporting Kansas City is what they're called. I think they've actually been pretty good in the MLS, and I think they gained a decent amount of support. Yeah. What about uh? What about the uh? Isn't there a New York team that was also just started or? There's two. There's the Red Bulls that have been around for a while. And they had Thierry Henry as their coach for a bit. Who, if you don't know who that is, he's a really good French player that played for Arsenal. And he was on the Invincibles team, which is uh, the Arsenal team in like 2003 that went undefeated for an entire season. Oh. Which is crazy, but you, you forget that undefeated technically is draws as well. So like, oh. they they had draws. They didn't win every game, but they didn't lose for an entire 38-game season, which is crazy. I mean, that's still insane. Uh, but the other team is New York City FC. So it's technically they're like a sister club with Manchester City. Oh, okay. And they had a, a big Premier League guy go there a few years back. Like when they were start. Well, actually, they had two. They had Frank Lampard, who was just recently the Chelsea manager, and then uh, David Villa, who played for Barcelona and Spain for a really long time. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, I know. I know the MLS is trying to make ground in, uh, you know, soccer and everything. And like I, you know, we went to that soccer game. Me and, me and Dylan did in Madison, and uh, that Man. was I. I didn't even know the MLS had created a League One and League Two. Um, yeah. you know, which is, which is pretty cool too. So that was, they're trying their best to, you know, start becoming, especially after the disappointment that the USA team had in the last, uh, you know, non-qualifying. Yeah. yeah literally an island nation of less than probably Iceland, Trinidad yeah. and Tobago I, yeah, <laughs> drawing or whatever it was. I don't remember, but yeah. Yeah. yeah the other was... teams I forgot was, uh, Florida has Orlando city. And they had Kaka, who was a super big name. And then Miami FC just got created by David Beckham in the past year. I think that's this was their a, that's year. the one I was thinking about, yeah. Yeah, they had Gonzalo Higuain and Blaise Matuidi, who were both, like, big-ish players in European teams that they got. That's cool. Yeah, like I said, the MLS is starting to really gain a lot a lot more ground, which is... I've, I've always enjoyed it. I just... There's not a market for it in the U.S. so as much. Like, it hasn't been, at least. Um, now they're starting to be, so it's one of those where uh, it's not as readily available as other sports, obviously. So it kind of falls to the line, you know, to the side. Uh, so I'm actually excited for it. I do enjoy it whenever I watch it and pay attention. I just don't enough. So I'm glad that they're starting to gain a little bit of traction in the United States. And you know, obviously, like you said, after the disappointment against Trinidad, and then you know, the USA team just winning its first, you know, well, well here we go, Dylan. The the Concacaf. <laughs> There we go. Yeah, that was the <laughs> Nations League, I think. Yeah. Um, and actually, the Gold Cup is coming up in like a month or I don't know if it starts in July, but that's oh. when the USA will be playing. So that'll be like more American teams. So like, uh, I forget who's all in it. 
think there's a lot of South American teams. And then there's also the Olympic Games. Uh, there's soccer too, and there's the Copa America going on. Um, Coming up soon, the, right? The Olympics, or I, I think so. I think so, right? Yes. Uh, at some point soon. And the thing with that is, it has to be. Um, they have to have a lot of youth players. You have to be under a certain age, but you get a couple like overage players that are allotted to the teams. Like I know Brazil has a really famous right back that they uh, designated to the team to be one of the overage players. Oh, hmm. interesting. So it's got to be a lot of like quote unquote amateurs or like you know like yeah. younger. Interesting. So yeah. you won't you won't see as many stars in that one. You can hear a hot take. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if like the MLS keeps on moving and you do get people to get to like go to games like we did and stuff, like keep the tickets cheap and whatever, just get people in the door and everything. I could very easily see that eating into uh, baseball's long-term plans, which seems yeah. super like a hot take because it's ingrained in like American culture and whatever. But all the Zoomers and everything right now, I don't think they care as much. I know I certainly don't care as much because of the way that's presented. Um, but yeah, I could definitely see them starting to eat into that because they're not adapting to, you know, streaming services, you know, accessibility, speeding up the game, anything like that. But the MLS is going to keep having these teams that you can go to and like go to cheap games, see everything, get the experience. I could see that, uh, starting to take a hit in a while. I don't think, I think baseball will be super late to react and maybe unwilling to react that based, based on the past 10 to 20 years. But, um, yeah. Yeah, I could see that definitely impacting it. Yeah, I think that entire conversation is interesting as a whole because the the accessibility of soccer, like there's a reason that Ronaldo and Messi have about like 180 million followers on on Instagram, whereas someone who's recognizable here, Tom Brady, has like 9 million. (laughs) Like just the global reach for, for those players and like, it's such a globally played game where it's like you just need a ball like obviously you you can make nets out of anything but you need a ball to play and that's about it and it's also inclusive where it's like yeah now we have we have softball and baseball but like nfl like you don't have a women's league and brings up all the topics for that and like there's a reason that soccer is a global game but you get the american perspective of a lot of people who just like smash hit hard and yeah. that soccer is boring because it's not a goal every five minutes. But uh, there's a reason it's sustained itself so well literally everywhere else in the world. Yeah, I mean, and like the women's league, like you're talking about too, um, like tremendously more popular, tremendously more popular than um, like the WNBA and stuff. Like I hear about different um, like women's leagues player all the time, like whether it be from like NFL stars, like JJ Watt's wife. I think there's another superstar's wife who's also like a, it was a Juilliard's, I think as well. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. she's on the she USA plays team. for the Chicago team as well. The red yeah. stars, I think. Yeah. So like you hear about that, I hear about that stuff like in a very common time. I don't know of anything else in the WNBA. Also again, accessibility, you need the whole court, you know, everything a little bit harder to get at, but I think that's bleeding together a lot more than everything else. So I think it kind of just plays in the yeah. same conversation. It's just, it's easier to get to and easier to relate to. Yeah. And that's why you see more like TV rights being taken in the U S like the premier league used to be barely on ESPN for a while. It was in the mornings and they had the coverage Then NBC took it over and they made it like a really big deal for them. 
Uh, yeah. Like they've really gone all in on it. And now they have their own subscription for it on Peacock. And they oh. had the whole NBC like Premier League gold before that. Interesting. Yeah. No, there's there's so many things that has going for it. I mean, even like in a technical production standpoint, um, I know like what like if you're ever in a store, you want to get a new TV or whatever, or you're like displaying anything on monitors. Uh, one of the first things I always do is like, oh, this is what a 4K broadcast of, uh, you know, like um, any like any, literally any soccer game because you could see covers the entire screen. It's more of an incentive as well. If you want to have like a seven inch screen, you could basically see the entire uh, the entire pitch and everything as well. Um, there's a there's a lot of things that kind of go for it, uh, you know, on top of accessibility, but technical standpoints as well. There's a lot of things flowing into that. Streaming services, um, I think Fubo TV is one of the more popular ones as well. They're pushing a lot of sports and live streaming and tapping into that sort of audience uh, that a lot of other places aren't. And even like NBC Sports, like you said, yeah, they're they're coming into it a lot and they're spending a lot on streaming. And um, one of the biggest plays I think from Fubo TV, I think, is um any well any form of soccer any league i think it's they're trying to get to that because i think they have la liga maybe yeah it's a spanish league yep yep they're they're like dipping into that a lot they've been uh back and forth there's a lot of questions about you know if the streaming services can rely off of sports and then in lots of cases that is pretty much what all people are uh like holding on to cable for is usually gonna be sports so obviously youtube tv had that but fubo specifically targeted that audience as well so yeah, there's there's a lot of uh there's a lot of positive things going for it in the future. Yep. Yeah, I've uh like I said, I've always enjoyed it and I actually got way more into all of it when I went down to uh Kentucky because all of my friends down there played uh FIFA and were huge like fans of <laughs> you know soccer and stuff. So and I like it's funny when you joke about playing a game, but like the thing is is like you play the game, you get to know the players and then that gets you more involved elsewhere. So that's why I always say that, you know, that's why like you know and that's so funny but that's how you started to watch you know the nfl and literally because i i literally made you take home my madden game and then you started playing it and then you got to a point where you knew the players and you started watching the games yeah like, it's just <laughs> you, you sucked know. me into a life of disappointment thank you <laughs> i made you a bears <laughs> I, I molded you into a bears fan <laughs> that's gonna be just disappointed and sad yeah uh, but you know hey here we're we're here for it and uh, every year, you created a new <laughs> definition for uh, the argument that video games can cause mental trauma and incite violence in uh, younger children. So, who knew it was a sports game rather than <laughs> yeah. a shooter? Yeah, it was like Grant the thought of right, like we have to shoot all the people. Be like, nope, it uh, was uh, just no. playing the Packers, and uh, you know, I just kept on losing every time. Ridiculous. For some reason, Andy <laughs> Dalton wouldn't throw it to the Bears player. Yeah, <laughs> throwing it to the other team it's like when you have um when you have like 100 throwing power and you make it like a custom character and there's zero percent like zero accuracy and like they throw and it goes backwards at like 100 miles an hour <laughs> yeah exactly this yeah. is like the uh zero yard negative yard punt or something like that like it was that kind of style <laughs> yeah <laughs> catches no. the wind and I mean, even if you want to stem off a discussion as that is um, like on top of like video games, inspiring different audiences and like capturing people like, man, they need to, I know it's like a tired argument anyways, but like Madden needs to go to a different publisher or inspire some sort of competition. Um, obviously the same could be said for FIFA as well. Just like literally a competitor to inspire any sort of different features, there, there, anything. There is a competitor for FIFA and they're slowly oh. buying out like rights for, uh, a bunch of huge teams and competitions 
it's called Pro Evolution Soccer, Pez. Like, they have the rights to Juventus and Roma. So, like, EA can't license those. So, in FIFA, they're instead of it being Juventus, it's called Piemonte Calcio. <laughs> and Roma is Roma FC, which I don't know how they got away with that one. But um, also, like, Pez has the rights to the Euros. So, like, they, oh. they can do all the promotions right now at the tournament and do their own stuff. But EA can't. So, they have, like, a festival of foot right now for all oh. the tournaments. But, like, Pez has the actual individual rights to Euro 2020. So, like, they can use all the stuff they want. Whereas EA has all the rights to the Champions League, so they have like they can make cards and stuff with that and do stuff for live events with that. So Pez is eating into it, but it's gonna take a lot to get rid of it because EA came up with the whole ultimate team concept. Yeah. And that's what draws people to the game. No, like that's that I didn't even know about that. That's cool. No, not even like draw away, just like literally inspire some sort of competitiveness to do something yeah. different. And add. Well, the M- the NBA has that too with uh, 2K, and then you have NBA Live, which NBA Live is an inferior game, of course. But like, but they at least... used to be great. <laughs> yeah, they used to be great, and they're still there. And so it's one of those where, like, t- trust me, if NBA Live suddenly started to be great again, <laughs> the amount of 2K players that would jump over is uh, astronomical. So that's why it's not a scare. It's not like something that 2K can brush off. Like they actually have to address like things that NBA like live is trying to do. Like 2K has to be like, okay, we're going to include those features as well and make them better. So that way you guys want to come to our game, which is obviously just going to make the game better. And it's funny because Madden this year is supposed to be like, I'm a big franchise guy and I know Madden this year franchise wise is supposed to be like overhauled with the scouting and coaches and all that. And there's like a whole bunch of new stuff in there. Um, You know, and of course men still is not a spectacular game by any means. We're not saying that, but vast improvements because of all the hate they were getting for so long there where literally people were like all right this is it like this is just bad well you saw the things like um you know you know they'd have like the uh the backgrounds um the advertisements and everything in the stadium there was like they would literally pull the assets from like 2019 or whatever it was it was still in the game like that was one of the biggest things you'd go up in the background and it would be like oh you know, like the they advertise the same game in the game. So like Madden NFL 2019, but it was like the 2021, 2020 version of the game. Like literally the laziest thing that one guy in QA could have been like, "Hey, uh, wait, we use that. Can we change the text or so it says 20?" And they, nope, didn't see that either. Didn't do that. Didn't care enough to do it. Yeah, as I say, they got in trouble real bad for that. So they've really <laughs> kind of tried to overhaul the game as much as possible this time around. And it's definitely a lot better. I've already pre-ordered it, of course, because I know I'm going to buy it anyway. So I just I buy I pre-order it so that way it's done. And I don't have to think about it. Yeah, because I know I'm going to get it anyway. It doesn't matter. Like some people are like, you know, oh, you should wait to buy the game until it's, you know, until they put the improvements in that you want. And I'm like, I can't be waiting a long time. <laughs> yeah, I just can't do that. What?